Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for tonight's narrative. Joining me today is a wonderful cast of individuals, and we will start our introductions today with Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriana, a uh, lawyer, a uh, charismatic asshole of Clan Giovanni. <laughs> oh, that she is. And Katie? Hi, I'm Katie. I play uh, Mercy Ransom, who is a Toreador tour guide and the Toreador primogen. And Rahab? Hi, I'm Rahab. Austin. I'm being played by Austin. <laughs> and, uh, I am the high teeth uh, nurse now with 100% more cucumber water. Jeremy's going to come through the, the computer and hit you. <laughs> no, cucumber, cucumber water is fine. Cucumber Mountain Dew is where I draw the fucking line. It's citrus and cucumber. It's a classic combination. Gatorade has cornered the market, and I think other places need to keep up. No! Oh, and Shawnee. Hi, I'm Shawnee, and my voice is currently coming to you straight from a 90s noir film. Uh, but I am playing Guav and Chente, uh, the Asamite sorceress who is uh, probably about to murder someone slowly. And Drevian. Drevian, I'm playing Simon Duluga, the Malkavian tailor. Okay, so as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, um, fuck JK Rowling. Um, yeah, yep. yeah she's, she just keeps going. Yeah. Listen, and, folks, I'm not going to stop you from spending money on Hogwarts Legacy, but just be quiet about it. You know? like, as I said to one of my, as I said to one of my uh, friends in text uh, uh, over the weekend, um, all the, all these unidentified flying objects being shot down, I am perfectly fine if they're alien invaders, just as long as they take out Elon Musk uh, Ron DeSantis and J.K. Rowling first. I welcome our Neptunian overlords. Craig Abbott. Yes. I mean, fair. I just picked a top three. <laughs> Listen, personally... I mean, that, that is a top three, but if you're going to go for four... Yes. Personally, I have tons of friends who have, like, guns and weapons and plans for if aliens invade. My plan is to sit down and put my hands up. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are we going to do? Right. <laughs> What the fuck are we going to do? I am more concerned about a zombie invasion than an alien invasion. Alien invasion is um, like, please, like, you know, universal health care, please. Like, say, uh, uh, most likely the thing that we're going to do in the case of an alien invasion is uh, kill them all with diseases. That's fair. Uh, we've done it before. I was about to say, 
we actively have done it in micro scale with uh with every colonization effort well i hope i hope it i hope that's the case assuming they have compatible biology yeah because if it's not the case there's literally no way that we're going to be aware we're going to be aware of it until they have completely taken over and killed like everybody because yeah we dumb <laughs> that we are so last time uh oh where did our group start last time oh yeah i remember in several places in several places uh <laughs> we split the party like two episodes ago and we haven't looked back no, we split the party like two episodes in. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but we have sure occasionally gotten in. back together. E- episodes? Uh, minutes? You know, whatever. Um, but our group... Our session last time started with Simon, Catriona, uh, and Mercy arriving at the home of Elena Giovanni. And after a bit of uh, discussion arguing and planning the group decided it best that simon and mercy went in and tried to win the favor of elena in case umar was in the house and they could say um retreat retreat uh however they did manage to catch elena on a night in which umar was not present and after a lengthy conversation um and a fantastic stealth roll from Cat. Uh, in the middle of conversation, staking attempts were made, um, and then made again, and then made again. There was some gunfire. Uh, there was some attempted diablery. Cat sort of lost her shit for a minute. Uh, it was a, it was a good little ruckus of a time. From there. Uh, Guire and Rahab don't know why I blanked on your name for a second uh, went to Elysium they were thinking of Austin yeah um, yeah you all went to Elysium and got uh, info about another um casualty of the Sabbat incursions in the form of Charlotte who uh, while not dead is going to take at least a week to recover back to her normal self Um, while the two of them were mentally recovering from that uh, Simone informed them that it was in fact, Marquez Moore, who through the initial attack that ended up causing Charlotte to be in her current state, at which point Guire turned on her heels and went straight to back to her motorcycle. The rest of the group uh, visited a hardware store and bought a few things at which the cashier just sort of went, Okay. And uh, rung them out without any questions. And you three deposited uh, Elena in Kat's uh, attic, I believe, correct? 
yes, I believe that's where we're getting yeah, to work. Tracks, I think. Hmm? I believe that's where we're getting to work. Yes. Yeah. And um, do forgive me, as my brain's been on the fritz today. I believe that's where we ended last session. Yes, I believe so. I think so. Okay. So our camera opens to a singular individual swerving in and out of traffic on a I believe it was cherry red motorcycle. Blood red. Blood red. Obviously. Thank you very Ob- much. Obviously. I apologize. I, I did not mean to belittle your motorcycle. <laughs> As uh Guire Vincente is weaving in and out of traffic and dodging through alleyways, going towards a location in which she believes she will find the individuals who attacked Charlotte. So, Guire, where is your immediate first thought to go to? Uh, She's going to see if anyone has left any traces around the previous meeting place. Um... Okay. Whether or not they're aware of any of it, uh, they frequented there every time. And if anyone even showed up out of habit, they might give a lead to Trace. Okay. So that would put you at the, uh, which was the name of that causeway? To do. It was somewhere on the uh, on the lakeside, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Oh, it was the Bucktown Marsh Boardwalk. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So as you pull into that familiar parking lot and head towards the the pier. There are a number of individuals, about 10, just sort of scattered about on either sitting on the railings, leaning against them, some are on the ground. A lot of the individuals appear to be smoking. Um, <clears throat> there are a few bottles being passed around. Yeah, Guire is invisible and just sort of maneuvering around and just trying to see if she can spot anyone familiar. Go ahead and give me a perception alertness check. Difficulty seven. You can reduce it by your aspects rating. Six then. Two successes. So the majority of the individuals do not look that familiar. They just look like, even if they were familiar at all, they were faces you've seen like while hunting. Yeah. Passing, passing by while walking through the night. Whatever. Uh, The individual that, however, catches your eye immediately, and you have to do a double take, is Irene Moretti. Where's she at? Um, She's actually with about five of these individuals at a uh, sort of a rotunda part of the boardwalk, and is just sort of... perched on the edge of the railing 
are these five are these five prey or are they partners um from first glances you would say partners okay is is there anyone here who is not a vampire uh yes there like of like the 10 individuals altogether yes yeah but those five make up half of them. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a fair bit of distance, like a hundred yards in between the two and two sets of groups. Do any of the people around Irene have a gun on them? Uh, hmm. At your first glance, no. Okay. She'll get closer. Still using um uh quietus and obfuscate to mm-hmm. not be present. And she takes a drink out of a flask and a little bit of red drips down her chin. So I would say most of tonight was a success. We caused a little havoc we Marquez took care of the prince's little pet. That I did here. I am, I am kind of proud of that. Uh, but I, I have no idea what Glory is planning next. It would be nice to be kept in the loop about something, but it seems the 15 to 20 minutes we had was not enough time to cause the amount of chaos that I wanted. And the individuals with her are sort of looking down and shuffling their feet. Um, There's definitely a power difference here between the four individuals who are talking and her as they're all standing and she's the only one who's on the railing. So that being said, I do think the night's still young. We have about five hours till sunrise. I'm spent. Spending five blood uh, while I'm silently standing here, pumping my blood four times and my dexterity once, pumping my strength four times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's going down. And uh, I would like to do two things while I have the drop on them. Okay. What are those two things you would like to do? So the first is an arm immediately goes around Irene's neck in a headlock and holds her there. And the second is the left hand just goes out and there's a snap and there's a palm of flame being held out between all these vampires. Okay. Um, Go ahead and give me, uh, that's going to be, I need to open a character sheet because I definitely do this every time. I need to spend the blood and make a uh, willpower roll to use a thaumaturgy. So this is going to be Jackson Brawl. Base difficulty. X Brawl. Discipline one. I'll just use my chomp, even though I'm not actually biting. Two successes. Yep. And you, uh, you reach and you feel her muscles tighten against your your arm. 
me reach out and go ahead and give me your uh, respective role to summon your fire. Yeah, one second. I need to pull up the difficulty on thaumaturgy because it's something. It's something plus the level of the thaumaturgy I'm using. And I need to remember what it, mm-hmm. what it is. Vampire V twenty. I need thaumaturgy. Uh, difficulty is. Level plus three. Okay, so diff five. I definitely have a hand of flame. So you reach out and there's that as fire springs up and each of the vampires in the group take about two steps back and uh, you see one guy very, without hesitation, just turns and straight into the water. You feel like- hello, hello, boys and girls. The devil will see you now. As as soon as you begin speaking, you feel uh, Irene crash back against you, trying to trying to get space, and you just go a little tighter on your headlock. Okay, you, Irene. No. Fuck the turncoat. What do you want, Vincente? Uh, quite frankly, I couldn't give a rat's ass what you're doing here. I have no reason to, at the moment, end your pathetic little life. So you're lucky. What I need is the location of our good friend as I I had the player I've just blanked on his name Marquez Marquez Marquez, of our good friend Marquez Moore can't say I've seen him tonight fire gets closer to her face okay okay when I get through when you get through here you know what? When you get when I get through here, you get to live. Congratulations. I don't have to give that to you. He went with the incursion to the museum. And where did he go from there? Your guess is as good as mine. Fire gets a little closer. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Listen here. I swear to God. I can't answer any questions if I go into Rotrek. You better talk quick and uh, stop bullshitting me. Fine. He decided he would lay low for a bit and went home. To his actual fucking house. If I had to guess, probably. You and I both know he's not a smart man. Fucking God, you're damn right he's not. She releases the headlock and shoves her past, still holding the fire in her hand. <laughs> there is a There are a few thuds, and she scrapes down the pier and catches herself. 
I swear to God. Swear to everybody you like. Next time you next time you try this, you will die. That's funny. I didn't try anything. This is all Marquez is doing. Oh, I know. And it's the last mistake he's ever going to make. I really fucking hope so. I hate cleaning up his messes. Don't worry, you won't have to anymore. Good. Good, we're on the same page. Then she just flicks the fire over her shoulder and it just dives into the lake. Now get the fuck out of here. I would recommend leaving the city as well. You don't want to be part of this. You know what? I think I might take you up on the, that offer. I hear New Jersey is really nice this time of year. Probably. Better than here. And she goes back to her motorcycle. Okay. So you get on and head off to your next destination. Meanwhile, Rahab, you were left at Elysium. You're muted. Also. And you're muted. <laughs> yes, I am. That generally helps. <laughs> Little things. So you saw Aguirre with purpose walk out and leave without making eye contact with anybody and just gone. That leaves you and Azra at Elysium, where there are a number of bodies. Yes. There are a number of bodies that are being placed into random vehicles that are being taken elsewhere. Um And it has basically turned into a vampire triage after the attacks. Um, Not that natural healing can really help them, but everybody is sort of hunkered down, being given blood. Um, Oh, yes. I was going to go... No, I was going with Alexander, remember? That is blood. That is correct. That is my bad. Because blood, because that is needed. Yes. So, yes, you are in a vehicle with Alexander on your way to the East Jefferson General Hospital. Yeah, yes, and we've had a lovely chat. So, after your arrival at the hospital, there's still a bit of chaos going on, but it's nowhere near what you've seen in the lower half of the city tonight. Yeah, this is more just traditional. Oh, yep, it's it's Mardi Gras. Yeah, people are idiots. People and vampires both. You're not wrong. <laughs> but going in, you are directed to a pickup location. And there is a single doctor just sort of sitting next to a cooler. And he appears to be upset but when he makes eye contact with you as you and uh alexander are coming down the hall he brightens up a little 
Oh, thank God. Somebody's here to take over this. All right. So you're the one picking up all the blood? Yes. And how many units do you say you needed? Whatever can be spared, there was a uh, some sort of event. I guess a group of people thought that uh, Mardi Gras was an excellent excuse for what can only be described as a terrorist attack. There's a first for fucking everything, I guess. Uh, okay, uh, there's just going to be a, need to be a few forms. I'm going to need to see some ID from both of you. I'm going to pull out my fake ID. Okay. That I, I use for uh, questionable blood obtaining purposes. Okay, give me a... Yes, I have one of those. I have multiple points spent on whichever one that is. Where where are those? Fake identity. It's a merit, I believe. I think yeah, merit. Um, no, so that's not a merit. I, it's it's something that I spent points. It's on. a background. Ah, it's a background. Yeah. Um, give me manipulation and subterfuge. Uh, difficulty seven reduced by whatever your background gives you. Um. And do I get my first impressions bonus or yes. whatever that is too? Uh, friendly, friendly face or enchanting voice? Uh, we'll go with friendly face. Okay. So that's reduced by one, and then I have two points. I have two points in the background for fake ID. So I don't know what that. Let me take a look at it real quick. I'm trying to figure out where I marked it on my sheet. Regardless, I can roll the manipulation and manipulation and Deception or subterfuge. No, subterfuge. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Two successes. Uh, well, friendly reduces it by one friendly face. Oh, okay, so three successes. So three successes. Okay, he. Takes a look at your ID. All right. Jots a few things down. Hands it back to you. He takes Alexander's, looks at it, looks at Alexander, looks at it. You want to use some uh, powers here? I'm going to see if I can catch a glance at Alexander's ID and see what's causing. Well, the, the main thing is... Um, the picture doesn't look exactly right. The hair color is not perfect. When you say hair color is not perfect, are we talking just like it's grayed or it's... Uh, Alexander has a really nice black and silver salt and pepper look in his wild tangle of hair. Um, the gentleman on his ID has brown hair. 
I'll look at the men. Does the gentleman on his ID look at least mostly like him? Yeah. Uh, the the main thing is he's got brown hair, mostly styled in the same way, um, and no mustache. I mean, mustaches come and go. Right. When, pe- when people get common sense, they get rid of their mustaches. Yeah. Unless unless they're vampires, in which uh, enjoy your enjoy your fashion faux pas. <laughs> um, oh look, hair dye is not exactly a modern miracle. You're right. If it's any uh, any consolation, I, I think you look better with the salt and pepper and he will hand him back the ID jot down the name and hand you 10 blood bags. All right. How much had we, uh, was, were we wanting for Elysium? Uh, probably about anywhere between 15 to 20. Okay. Uh, and this is all you can spare from here. Tell you what, you folks have been rather nice. Give me just a second. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. And he scurries off for a minute. And Alexander just sort of tucks his ID back. I really have to get a new one of those. Yeah. You have some fascinating connections. I'm a nurse. He'll just sort of look you up and down. If you say so. <laughs> Raise an eyebrow. It's like. I'm not quite sure what that means, kind of eyebrow. Like, what? When you. Uh... And, and you guys are fairly like left alone the noises of the hospital are still running on mass um but he looks at you and says when you get to our level of unlife you stop identifying with the occupation you had before everything happened i i still work at a hospital actually Your group just appears weirder and weirder to me every day. In fact, actually, you got that job after you became a vampire. Yes, I did. Though I guess somebody needs to keep the kettle alive. You know, at one point, you were one of them. And that was a miserable 70 years ago. 70? That's what he said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I caught that number right. Okay. You have no empathy towards that state of being? I can't say I do. In 70 years, you've forgotten the struggles of mortal life? Completely? 
Forgotten, not necessarily. Risen above, yes. And yet, you're reliant on them. Unfortunately, yes. But I mean, you're not just reliant on them for their blood. You drive a car, right? Was your car built by vampires? Or did you pay a human dealer? We will go with I paid a human dealer. Well, it was obtained from humans who built it. And the place that we are holding Elysium at was built? By the cattle, yes. And the uh, wine glasses that you so decadently drink from? Your point is great and get on with it. Vampires don't have an infrastructure. All of our infrastructure is reliant on the humans. You think that you're above them, but no more so than an ancient lord in the Renaissance or the Dark Ages or ancient Europe or ancient Egypt or ancient China. You exist as nobility who take from the humans because you feel you're better than them. But if they disappeared, there's no infrastructure, nothing to hold you up. Even if the blood wasn't a problem, you would fall upon yourselves, squandering your resources to fight for what little was left. Vampires don't have the organization or the compassion to develop the infrastructure that humans have. And that's with all the limitations that you speak of, all the challenges that you say they face. And even with being preyed upon by so many things, not just vampires, I'm led to believe that there's all sorts of horrible monsters that prey on the humans. And diminish themselves. And yet somehow, even amidst their wars and their squabbles, it's their infrastructure that we all rely on. And if I'm correct, the whole reason that you need the masquerade is because not only do you rely on them, but you know deep down that you should fear them. So when you go to say that you're better than them or that you've risen above them, just remember where everything you have comes from. this point the doctor comes around the corner was that uh was a pretty heated argument am i am i interrupting something or do i need to go no just stressful times i mean you expect mardi gras to be a little bit extra busy but every once in a while this year has been a doozy all right so I uh, pulled some strings, twisted some arms for you, and he slides a cooler over and opens it, and uh, it is filled to the brim with blood bags. Thank you so much. We'll make sure that this 
gets back to the hospital. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, not only the cooler, but if at some point I may be recruiting you for a impromptu blood drive. Uh, here you have a uh, specialty in those. So, well, someone's got to keep the blood bank fulls, and goodness knows that doesn't happen by itself. As long as the blood is clean, people tend to not ask too many questions. Just needs to be good blood, save lives. In my opinion, as long as they ain't got anything that's transmittable, let it go. Pretty much. All right. All right. So the two of you have a pleasant night and get the fuck out of this hospital. Yes. Thank you very much. And we will load it up and skedaddle. How much blood is in here? Uh, altogether, you have 25 bags of blood. Okay. That's a much better number. Yeah. It's a very good number. You like that number? As as we're leaving, I look at Alexander. How difficult would it be to stage some sort of incident on the way to the hospital and just uh I'd rather not burn that ID. elaborate please crazy things are going on vehicles are getting intercepted the hospital knows that the blood is coming and if it doesn't get there I don't get to use that idea again that's fewer strings I can pull in the future <laughs> How can I help? I'm going to look at where the attacks have, where the attacks were in relation to where the hospital is. Is there an area that we could, that we would conveniently drive through that has had uh, some chaos wreaked? Um, wrote? <clears throat> I don't know the past tense of that word. Rot. Chaos rot. There we go. Um. Yeah, there's been a few skirmishes around. Um, and if you just a quick Google like check on news going through New Orleans, there have been a few um car explosions. Um, and there's been quite a few riots tonight. Cool. This guy didn't take any information down about the car, right? Nope. Awesome. See if we can find one of those, uh, find a car explosion to have a convenient uh, text call from, and I can mar myself up a bit. Okay. Give me a, let's see, the best thing I'm going to have you roll for this. <clears throat> Hmm. 
Give me a wits and investigation difficulty six. Wits, great. You guys have both. You guys both have the internet. You guys are both. Well, one of you is fairly familiar with this city. Well, there we go. Three successes. Okay. Alexander got two. So with the the combined successes of the two of you, there is a little bit of driving around, nothing that would put the um, integrity of the blood at risk, but um, probably about a good half hour more than what it would take you to get back to Elysium. You are able to find not only... Um, the location of a car, uh, not only the location of a car that has exploded, but the location of a car that is currently on fire. Awesome. Drive up, look at the car. <sighs> Roll for Rot Trek. What is that? Yeah, yeah, we're here. Getting anywhere near an open flame is an immediate fear test for uh, for vampires to not go. Okay, not how do I roll that? Uh, courage, I think, is for roll. It's like frenzy, where you kind of do it, and then your roll is to avoid losing your mind, essentially. <laughs> um, so it's just a flat courage roll. Shrek, I believe so. Just want to check and make sure they haven't changed the rules on it. Um, Two ninety nine. Okay, and courage is a virtue. Cool. cool. <coughs> uh, and yes, you can add your true faith to your virtue. Rules yes, that's what I was checking. Uh... Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. Um, yes, courage roll. You need five successes in order to completely overcome it. Less successes allow you to but turn by turn. Okay. Avoid it. And difficulty ranges from anything from three for lighting a cigarette to nine trapped in a burning building. Uh, this is the equivalent of six. Standing, so standing, standing near an open flame. flame. Yeah. Yeah. This is a diff six roll. Five successes. Well, that's five successes. <laughs> You're like, meh. Nah. Apparently, Rahab is not afraid of anything. She she probably should be. But <laughs> all right. Um you see, as you park, you see Alexander's knuckles turn white and he just grips the steering wheel we're fine i say as i get out back and i take the license plate off everything will be okay they'll id the vehicle quickly i'll say as i not excitedly but as quickly as possible swap license plates with this flaming car uh give me dexterity and larceny difficulty Eh, six. It's not too difficult to take off license plate. 
Larceny. Where is larceny? It is a, it skill. Is a skill. Ah, well, what do you know? I'm moderately dexterous. There's a success. Okay. It takes you a few minutes, <laughs> but you do eventually get them swapped over. And oh, the car is constantly on fire. And uh, about the time that you get that bolt tight or that nut tightened the last a little bit, um, the flames start licking down the sides <laughs> of the. Yep. As as they start going down the trunk, you just sort of scoot back and look at your uh your new property in your hand. And uh you go about switching the license plates. Okay. How convenient. All right, uh ready to go now, Alexander. I say hopping back in the car. I just need to send some messages about some hooligans. Okay. And he backs up and starts back on his way. Who are you messaging and what are you messaging? <clears throat> um, I should probably message the hospital I came from because they're the ones who recorded me as being the deliverer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I look at Alexander. Can I borrow your phone? You will reach into a pocket and pull out a cell phone. I should probably get a second SIM card. for. Oh, no, I've got that burner phone still. That I got from when my phone got wet. That you do. Never mind. Forgot I had this. I say pulling out the burner phone. You'll tuck it back into his pocket. Glad this comes in handy. Um, uh, from being at that scene, what 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 does it look like caused the the car fire? Um, like did it running off the road and crashing, or does it look like someone intentionally did a thing? Uh the front windshield is smashed in. So if you had to guess, Molotov. Like, this this was set on fire on fucking purpose. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to message the, the hospital um, Um, I'm trying to think of the word for what you would call these people roaming the streets. Um, it's not rioting. It's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Delinquents? Partying? I don't know uh, if partying applies to Molotov cocktails. Depends on the party. I was going to say, you and I go to completely different parties. Um, it, would this be, I mean, they're smashing buildings, too, so it might be looting. Um, might be, be mistaken for looters. Super Bowl celebration? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I suppose I could just put... Um, 
What was the street that we were at? Uh, you would, you guys would have been, uh, probably not too far off of. You're at the corner of Banks and Norman. Okay, I'm gonna uh, text the uh, intersection. Um, hooligans at Banks and Norman. Um, intercepted car. Uh, uh, some uh, some psychos had Molotovs for some reason. Um, uh, follow up with got out unhurt, car is toast. So you'll get back in a few minutes. Holy fuck, are you okay? Um, before I left the scene, could I have taken a picture of the flaming car? Oh, yeah. Take a picture. Um, put down, by some miracle, yes. And then I will send the picture of the car. Uh, the car. You can't see many details on the car, I'm assuming. Right, it's no, no. It's on a, fire. And it, I'm sure it's a blurry picture. That is a general car shape on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I make sure it's not a good picture, too. Send picture. Um, I said, we're okay. I said, insurance is going to be a nightmare because, of course, we're driving hospital. We're, we're driving for the hospital. And I, 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 I follow up. We'll have to, um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of claims. We'll have to, we'll have to get the paperwork in in a couple of days. Glad, glad you and your partner, are, or no, you, this person wouldn't know that you brought out Alexander, would they? Yeah. Um, I'm glad to know that you're okay. Um, if there's anything I can do with the paperwork, let me know. Uh, I respond, thanks. A little shaken. Um, I, uh, I won't be able to do anything for a day or so. Take the time. And I'll then respond with little in quotation marks about the little shaken. Fair enough. And you will get back a take the time you need. Come back when you can. I'll talk to some higher ups. Thanks. Did you get everything sorted out? Yes. Everything will be fine. And by the time you and Alexander drive up to Elysium, there are no bodies lying around anymore. Um, there are still individuals there. Of course, um, and a little bit of, obviously the night is dead. Like, there's no getting back. No, there's no partying. Yeah, there's no partying, but people are not somber. Um, they're, it's almost like they're trying to keep Elysium going for the sake of Elysium being there. Yeah. 
Um, but destiny intercepts the two of you before you even make it inside. Is that uh, is that what I think it is? Twenty five pints of blood. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Oh, Rahab, you are a. If I believed in God, I would say you were a saint. I'm not Catholic, but thanks. Fair enough. I, I don't know any. How about you just give me the blood and we'll move from there? Yes. And Alexander brings out the, the two coolers. And uh, Destiny calls a few people over. Sorry, they start dispersing blood bags and people start getting attention they need. And uh, you see five bags are rushed straight up to where Simone is or would be. All right. I take it that it uses up pretty much all the blood. Yes. Yeah. Um, what time of night is it? Uh, you guys are getting on about three in the morning. Three in the morning. Okay. Well, isn't the best time to use my fake ID for any impromptu blood drives right now? That said, anybody who I'd be doing a blood drive with right now, probably not going to ask for ID. Probably not. And their blood might be really good for anybody who's hurting. As I everyone, everyone you get blood from tonight will be either drunk or high. So, okay, well. You down for a little more driving? I think we can do that. All right. And I'm going to see, see how much blood, blood, see how much uh, hit and run blood driving I can do. Okay. So we will switch. We will get back to that in a second. As we switch to our three um, amigos in the hearse. <laughs> so you guys get back in to the hearse after putting Elena in Kat's house. Mm-hmm. Where are you going from here? I had my fun. Now it's your turn. What? What? <laughs> Um, would I have any idea of where um, uh, Elena might be? Give me an intelligence and give me int and streetwise difficulty eight. Intelligence shape wise difficulty eight. Uh, 
Let's see what happens. One success. Fantastic. It's better than no successes. So you start thinking for a minute. Um, it almost feels like Kat asked you the question too fast, even though you knew that was the question that she was going to ask when you guys got back in the car. Um, and it takes you a minute. And this little memory starts eating at the back of your mind of a time that you ran into Elena in the early 1900s at outside of her home. Uh, it was yet another one of your screaming matches, which never seemed to end. I mean, they're going to soon. Yes, they are. And she lives not too far um, from at the time it was a nice just little area um now she is not too far from Easton Park okay. sort of it's a little park about two three miles from the art museum okay and you don't remember the exact address but you do remember she is on Orleans Avenue. We can take a trip up near Easton Park on Orleans Avenue. I can't give you the exact address, but I'll know it when I see it. Okay. I haven't been there in a... Well, in a hundred years or so okay. y'all still with me of course good you helped me with mine i'm helping you with yours i appreciate it i appreciate the assist <laughs> uh, we're gonna head off good family murder times <laughs> mm-hmm so as you lot get into the hearse again, you make your way through the streets of New Orleans. You hit Orleans Avenue and start heading up. And you go up one side and down the other, and you do it a few times. And it's just not clicking. Um, like, you don't really... You're not sure... And you're about to give up, and then suddenly you slam on your brakes, and you see it. 
And you don't know how you didn't see it because you've definitely looked at the house each of the two or three times you've you've done this loop. But it's a three-story home done in whites and greens. And it has a wraparound porch. Out front is a small black car with black tinted windows. And the the yard is immaculately kept. Uh, There are rose bushes on either side of the, the doorway. And there is a large uh, oak tree out front with a tire swing. For what used to be a tire swing, now it's just sort of a rope and some shambles of what used to be a tire that's hanging there. It's the only thing that seems out of place in the otherwise perfect yard. She always was an ostentatious little shit. Can I tell if can I tell if anybody is home? There are lights on. You're not sure what that means per se, but there are lights on. So here's the plan. I'll go ahead and let y'all know. Mm-hmm. I want to turn my sister to ash. Take one of those fucking rose bushes. Transplant it in my yard. And use her ashes for fertilizer. Makes sense. Question is, how? Probably a good idea to get a get a pot or something to put the rose bush in to transport it. You know, I hadn't thought of that, Simon. Thank you. I was so focused on the other thing. You could also get a container to put the ashes on. Getting the well. getting the plant food. Um. Laying in the caskets, I went Google's how nutritious are ashes for a plant. In my world, it works, okay? Ashes are actually uh, fairly high in carbon and tend to be fairly good fertilizer. Yeah. yeah. Simon just doesn't know this, so he's Googling it. Um, 
Simon would be the well, actually. Um, I know Simon doesn't comment anything about what he looks up. <laughs> He's just googling. Just looks. So I'm most, if I'm recalling correctly, I'm most proficient with a gun. Is that the most proficient way to take out my sister? A gun? No, not so much. I figured as much. Steak? Steaks are good. Blades are good. Is Simon aware of anything that's particularly causes aggravated damage compared to lethal? Fire. Yes, a fire. <laughs> you don't want to burn down the 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 neighborhood. Yeah. Um and we don't happen to know any werewolves, right? I've been told to avoid them, that's it. Okay, just making sure. I don't know any, no. Okay. That would be very helpful in this situation. It would. But they would probably also destroy us, so, you know. Um, tip. Just tell them where, where the vampire layer is. Step too far. You want? I'm assuming you don't want authorities called in, you don't want anything that's going to call attention to it. Because, again, other things that are very useful, explosions. You blow a vampire into several pieces. Yes, it might not kill them. But it will incapacitate them long enough for you to finish the job. Yeah, I'd rather avoid anything that brings attention. This seems like a nice neighborhood, and it's not their fault that they have a Fair enough. Um, Piece of shit. If we're going to use the gun, aim for the head. How quiet is the neighborhood? Yeah, I I know you're Italian, but I'm an assassin. I I know. (laughs) Aim for the head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right now, the neighborhood seems fairly quiet. It's about Two in the morning for you guys. You aim for the head because here, here, all of this, this is dead body. What happens to a dead body when you shoot it? Not much. This is where this is where all of our the center everything is. Well, and the heart, like if you if you do enough physical damage to completely obliterate. The heart, sure, but that seems inefficient. Yeah, just go for the central nervous system. Exactly. Um, Softly quiet for guns if you don't want to draw attention, though. Is it what? It's awfully quiet. It's awfully quiet in this neighborhood, so guns might draw attention. Yeah. Now, that being said, it's quiet for the neighborhood. Uh, New Orleans itself is not quiet. 
I mean, it, there's always idiots setting shit, um, setting stuff off, and bombing cars and blowing up fireworks and shit. So I don't think it would go. I don't think it'd be entirely out of a out of a character for New Orleans for a gunshot at two in the morning. No, but this is a sort of nice neighborhood, right? Yes. The police will show up here. So are we, so like a blade to the back of the neck, like severing the spinal cord? All right. So let's think about this tactically. That's why you're here. I am the wrong person for tactical thought. You would want you would you would want choir for that, but I I can do a very poor substitute. Your target is a Toreador. Yes. He's going to be fast. Yes. What can we do to counteract that? What can we do to slow her down? Correct. Chloroform doesn't work on vampires, does it? Nope. Damn it. No substance will unless... I didn't think it 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 did. It just... I had to ask the question. Um, We either need to remove her ability to run away... Or make her not want to run away. You talking about mind games? Am I ever talking about anything else? On occasion. On occasion, you go into a frenzy. We're not talking about that. My suggestion would be somewhat similar to what we did with with Elena. Only a little bit different in this case. Um, You try to have a conversation with her. If we try to go in there and pull the same thing that you did, that I had you do with my Elena, I don't think yours is going to care much. No, she really. You're now the primogen. You are in no small part responsible for her fate in this city. She thinks she can get back in good. That could be a distraction. I like where this is going. So you go in, you're like, I want to put all this behind me. Let's move forward from here and just bullshit from there. Figure out how you're, say whatever you need to say to get her not looking at where we will be. And where will you be? The back door? Slightly better sneaking than last time. Actually, the sneaking was fine. It was the other part that was the problem. 
Now I am tired. So I can try to freeze her up. But we will only have one shot at that. At the freezing? So, correct. At, 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 at putting her body into rigor mortis. If that doesn't work, she's going to know something is immediately wrong. We can try that. Outside of that, I'm open to suggestions because I'm not usually the member of my family that sneaks in and murders people. Uh, that, that's normally others. But that's my my best idea is same, same thing we tried before, only with more success initially. And as far as ending her? When she's frozen and we drive a stick of wood through her heart. Classic. You can end her any which way you want. Mm. Okay. My suggestion would be um, if you really want, if you just want to end it, my suggestion would be Find out where the local crematorium is and stick her staked still alive body in the coffin. And then she can't move as she is burned alive. At least until the stake burns out. But the stake is good. By the time the stake burns out, she's probably going to be long past this... any kind of survival or escape. You know, I know we've been colleagues this whole time. I think I, I think we just became friends. Delightful. <laughs> Is it bad that my brain went steak vampire wood chipper, <laughs> slowly pressing down? Again, oh, you have to be really careful about that because there's going to be a point where the steak will come out. Yeah, that's True. why you do it legs first. What are they going to do? No, Lail? you do it head first. Oh, yeah. Because once the head is completely destroyed, it don't matter. Yeah, fair. Okay. Does the woodchipper do aggravated damage? No, no but it lethal, does do lethal damage. But okay. if you do enough lethal damage to separate the head from the body, the vampire dies. Okay. And the head no longer exists because it's chunks of pulp and brain and, and, and bone. The same thing. I prefer fire. Just more complete. Once we stake her, we can do things to treat the wood so it will hopefully last a little bit longer to make sure that 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 she doesn't have a chance to escape. Okay. Funny enough, there is a cremat there is a funeral home with cremation. That's like a few blocks away. Wonderful. We have Love any it. friends. <laughs> now we can just break in. It's fine. Actually, that would be better because it's, it's easier to slip a, a body into a coffin if the proprietor isn't there. Uh, ironically, it's listed as open 24 hours. That's also fine as long as it's a mortal running it. We're, we're, uh, I have new tricks. And I can make them let us do it and then make them forget we were ever there. 
Wonderful. Let's do this. All righty. Okay, so who is going where? There is a backyard. I will say that. It's a small one, but a backyard nonetheless. <laughs> Can I hop more fences? No, we are not hopping fences again. Ruined enough, I ruined enough suits trying to hop fences in order to commit, in order to violate traditions. Um, I just uh, have this image of Cat just like jumping over things, screaming parkour. <laughs> Just, I'm I'm going to the front door. I'm going the direct route because so I'm. Go when you get let in. Mm-hmm. Make sure the different door is unlocked, and try and get her towards the back of the house. Okay. So that way, if we have a problem getting through the front door, there, you understand. What's it, uh, storyteller? What's in the back of the house, like as far as the layout? So the back of the house, you have a small yard. There is a wooden shack, not too far. Um, I say shack, but it's it's really nice, painted to look like a small little barn. Um, there is an old, old rusted. Uh, swing set in the backyard um directly off of the um the front or the back door is a patio with two chairs and a hot tub like in the like going into the house from the back door like what would that what would that room be? kitchen kitchen okay Like with the table, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to go through the front. I'm going to go to the front door. And... You know, stand up straight, brush myself off, and uh, very politely knock at the door. Okay. So you knock a few times, and there's a few moments of silence. Then you hear a deadbolt and a chain and a door lock done, undone. Door opens to a familiar sight of your sister in um you only ever remember for, for the longest you have memories of her you've seen her dressed up she is in she is in a nightgown and a pair of pajama pants underneath her hair is done up in a Rather than her normal red mane that goes everywhere, it's done up in a nice bun at the back of her head. 
And the door slowly opens, and then as soon as you see that one eye, it swings the rest of the way open. And she takes a step out onto the porch and puts a finger right into your chest. What the hell do you think you're doing here? I come of no ill will. Bullshit. I'm serious. No, you're not. I just think we need to put the just think you've come to ruin another part of my life. I look around at the house and like it looks like you're doing okay to me. I don't want to take anything from you. I never wanted to take anything from you in the first place. Oh, really? Except your life. (laughs) Really? And you didn't want to take my fiancé from me? No. And I guess you're back here with the same old lame excuses that you used again and again. I was just following orders, the chain of command, bullshit. You saw for once I was happy. Then you took it from me. I am sorry. That is something I can never give back to you. And I'm sorry. I'm not proud of what I did. But I did what I had to to survive. And if you can't understand anything else, maybe you can understand that. But I truly come bearing no ill will. You're the only family I have left. I just wanted a sister again. I've missed you. Mercy, go ahead and give me um, perception and empathy difficulty seven. The dice better be on my side. Okay, continue. Is that the storyteller continue or Elena continue? That was the storyteller continue. Okay. I thought so.
all I wanted to do was reconnect. There's a lot going on right now. And nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. A lot of shit is happening. A lot of our kind are dying. And I just if something happens, I just want a happy memory of my sister. But if you are not interested, I will I will take my leave. Get inside. Thank you. Um, her home, as you enter it, the front walkway is uh, very neat. There's a about a 12-foot floor-length rug um, and a spot for shoes as soon as you walk in with about 14 different pairs of shoes precariously stacked onto this shoe rack. as you enter into her living space, there's a TV that's set up that's currently on, but on mute. Um, she has a, a sectional, a round coffee table, a recliner in the corner, and the thing that strikes you odd is the box of children's toys in the other corner. Do do the children's toys look new? Or are they like antique? <laughs> um, give me perception and alertness difficulty six. God, I gotta start rolling better. <laughs> um, the lights are dim in here, and you not being the most familiar with children's toys, it, they could be new. Um, there is a small layer of dust on them, so it looks like they have not been touched in a while. Gotcha. She leads you through into a, a connecting dining room with a table that is set with six chairs, two china cabinets that are filled, and she leads you into the kitchen that also has a small breakfast nook that she takes a seat at and picks up a cigarette. I'm going to walk around the kitchen and just look like I'm in just look like I'm just checking checking on things, admiring things. I'm gonna check the door, look out into the backyard. 
Um, so it's a, a wooden door into the backyard with a uh, one of those three compartment windows mm-hmm. um, with a fairly nice view out into it. Um, and again, you see the small red shed, a rusted over uh, swing set, a patio with two uh, patio chairs and a covered up hot tub. Rose bushes dot the um, the backyard against the fence. Your rose bushes look lovely. Thank you. It's hard to garden at night, so I pay a lot of money to keep them up to date. She will light the cigarette. It's funny, 200 years and I still can't kick the habit. We all have our vices. I mean, not like it can kill you, right? Right. So, Delilah. I'm sorry. It's mercy now, right? Yes. Very interesting name. You... No, I don't feel like starting a fight. I don't have the energy at this point. So what did you really come here for? To see you. I told you I bear no ill will. I hadn't been here in a hundred years and... Now that I have my memories back, I was reliving them. Ah, so we are playing two truths and a lie. I mean, I just imagine that it was verbally was to see you, and then the sentence just continues in the head died. Yeah. (laughs) You missed a lot. I've been in this house for God, 60 years now. Give or take. What was that number? 60. 60. Give or take. It's really easy when the neighbors are constantly moving in and out. Um, It's a nice neighborhood, but nobody stays long except the crazy lady with the rose bushes. I mean, every neighborhood needs a crazy lady. You should get a cat. Ah, yes, the final ascension into my true form. I did eventually fall in love again. Took a long time. What was their name? 
Well, first one was Thomas. Mm. Funny enough, we had the same last name. We're probably we were probably related, but we don't really care. It's the South. Things like that are overlooked. And it was really nice because people just immediately thought we were married, which meant they never questioned the kid. That was the other love. A kid? She was... Little Jenny. She was a ball of energy, even though I only got to see her at nights. How old? When she passed, eight. So sorry to hear that. It's, uh, It's been about 20 years I've kind of moved on. You know, in the business I run, surprisingly, you do get a few families that choose to take their children in a a haunted ghost tour of New Orleans and a horse, but I think there's something about the kids. They're so ready to believe. Humanity really thrives in the young. There's something about becoming a teenager that just makes you a monster. Yeah. Some things never change, I guess. You're the only kindred who knows about that. About your love or about the kid? Oh, about the little family I had. I think it's beautiful. Well, it's dead. Like everything else in my life, she will say extinguishing her cigarette. We're about to complete the set. Hmm. I said, good news, we're about to complete the set. Well, I don't know how much I ever believed in an afterlife, even before I was dead, technically speaking. But, uh, Hopefully there's some happiness for all of us. I know it's quite optimistic of me. 
I can't undo what I've done. None of us can. To you, to Simone, to the Camarilla. It was a real Icarus. History is full of them. They all end up the same way, though. Don't we all? One way or another? Bloody, broken, beaten, and eventually dead. Sounds about right. Can I ask you a question? And you don't have to answer. But why? Why did you do it to me, to Simone, to the Camarillo? Was there, was there any particular reason? You were revenge. You took every, what I perceived as everything from me. And you killed my fiance. I'm not proud of that either. Can't say I'm too proud of what I did to you. Must they, they say about hindsight? It's 2020, unfortunately. I wanted to take away all of the love and everything you'd ever felt in your lifetime for our brother, from our mother and our father, what little you felt for me or for me. I wanted to take it all. Because I felt like in that moment, you didn't deserve happiness ever again. It's wrong. As most hate and anger-fueled decisions are. Simone was a means to an end. I thought if I can control the prince, I could eventually step into her place. I very quickly learned that you do not fuck with someone of lower generation than you. I've heard that rumor, yes. I consider that more of a guideline than an actual rule. In the Camarilla, I saw them as a losing horse in the race. With their strict laws on who can be embraced and 
keeping the masquerade alive and all the traditions. And the damn stupid petty infighting. It's like putting seven dogs in a cage with one stake. No one wins. Everybody just ends up bloody and bitten. Very, very apt description. It's not like the Sabbat were much better. Well, you get any group of people in a room, it turns into a power struggle sooner or later. So, yep. Yeah, Simon. When are you interrupting this? I'm uh, giving it about well, I'm giving them about a minute after that. I'm not I'm I'm giving not interrupting necessarily sooner than this, but I'm giving them about a minute and then heading up uh, sneaking up to the door to see if we can get in. Cause I want to be in place when it's time. Oh yeah, yeah. The she did not lock the front door back. Excellent. The thing she was worried about in the house with her. Fair. Fatal mistake, but fair. Yeah. Thank Good you. news is I'm full up on blood, so I can spend a couple of blood points into my dexterity. Gee, how did that happen? Simon's been trying to listen the entire time. Um, And yeah, I'm trying to creep my way into position. For when seems like an appropriate moment, you know, once 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 Mercy's gotten the closure that she needs, or at the point that it feels like, and I can empathy this if need, the point where it feels like Mercy's just stalling for time at this point, and there's no really like, like pushing for the conversation. Yeah, now would be a good time because I'm about to start stalling. <laughs> okay. So do you want a stealth to get uh, get yeah. up there? Okay. Dex and stealth difficulty seven. So that's a lot of that. That's five successes. Holy shit! Only following behind. Stealthy ass bitch. Sneaky bloody things. Only because I put blood into dexterity. Difficulty seven. It is appreciated. One success. Oh, I, sorry, diff seven. I did it, it. Diff. It's only four successes. Okay, I did it six. It's Simon's much more focus on listening than stealth. Yeah. So, but I. So, Here's my question. Who is is um is uh, uh Elena like with her is is Mercy with her back to me or is Elena from where I have managed to get to? 
it would be mercy with your back okay. Okay. her back to you so yeah I, I i will then when it feels like knowing mercy as i do at this point the point where where she's starting to sort of spin the wheels in the conversation i'm just gonna peek my over so i've got a good sight on 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 uh on on elena and i will try to freeze her up uh so that is willpower spent and i believe it is intelligence medicine or something like that. I've done this enough times I should know it off the top of my head. Uh, intelligence medicine difficulty seven. And you finally got some medicine. Yeah. I do have some medicine. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. once again, this shit is failing me at the crucial moment. It's <laughs> And what's no, a botch? Not, it's just a failure. It's not a botch. I did get a success in that. Okay. Okay. So it just doesn't work. It is not clear. From way from how it's ruled, does a failure indicate simply the loss of a willpower point? But it doesn't indicate whether the target becomes aware that that something was tried to be done to them. Okay. So that is vague. That is totally up to you. Roll some dice real quick. So how far would you have stuck your head out there, Cat? Not talking, far. I just need to be able to see her. Are we talking like, like off up? to the side a little bit, like? Okay. Like that. <laughs> so Elena sort of stops talking for just a second. So, other than this tour guide nonsense, what have you been doing? Other than the tour guide nonsense? Yes. Not a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you. It's kind of a lonely existence. I poked my head back, quietly taken out my phone and send a text like, all right, it's time to just attack. Speaking of business, if you'll excuse me. And I check my phone. And I put my phone down. Everything all right? 
They say New York is a city that never sleeps. They haven't been here. No. No, truthfully, Elena. I have my business in my car in my house. Kind of hard to keep up with hobbies when you don't remember what they are. Same goes for people. I guess I deserve that. That's fair. I'm not saying anybody deserves anything. I'm just being honest. It is a lonely existence. No, I've never had a family. Of my own. Or anyone to share a life with. Over 200 years. You can have a sister again. A little less lonely then. I feel a butt coming on. I don't know why. Do you not trust me? <laughs> well, unfortunately, our uh, kind doesn't lend to trust that well. That's entirely fair. You've always got to watch your back around here. That's just New Orleans. So, Cat Simon, are you guys? I'm just sitting back there waiting for some signal that we're to. I'm not. I. I I'm letting. Letting Mercy run the show. Letting Mercy run this show. Look, sometimes people might change their minds. Is my is my and it would be really awkward if we were like, ha, and you're you're about ready to say, okay, it's fine, let's move on. <laughs> That's some Rahab level idealism there. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to happen, and Cat doesn't think it's likely. It's not impossible. Also, from Cat's perspective, if somebody else attacks first, she's not the immediate target. So, you know. Fair. Simon's also and just waiting. Is my, is my back, or at least like my side profile to cat where to where if I did some kind of signal behind my back, she could see it. 
Yeah. These cheers are open back. So they have like it's basically two poles and then three poles intersecting. So I'm just gonna uh stretch my hands back behind the chair and then just make a I was like I was about to do it back here, but I'm like, nobody can see that. Uh do a do a cutthroat okay motion just behind my back. I look over it, I look over at Simon and I do the international signal for stab with a stake as popularized by Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is <laughs> that what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh. So Simon pulls out a stake and steps out. And goes to try to stab her. I need everybody to roll some initiatives. I suspect that she is not surprised in this moment. I suspect she's very disappointed. I just found this last session where Oh, right. The big thing that says initiative, right? Yep. That'd be the one. <laughs> because she's disappointed. This is what she gets for having faith in in uh, in the 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 inherent potential of vampires not to fuck you over at any opportunity or just on a whim because they feel like it. Although I do have to ask after that conversation, does this constitute a uh, a breaking point for humanity? <laughs> I feel like it does. Oh, I mean, it depends what? on the humanity rating. I, I feel like this qualifies as outright murder, which is like humanity. Oh, outright murder? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't bother Simon on the slightest. I thought you were talking about betraying trust and all that. I was like, fucking cat does that. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the after that heartfelt air quotes conversation than just turning around and fucking murdering her. Oh, that's nice. This, hey, listen. I just said that somebody had her back. Yeah, it I was said you with about knife. Her front. <laughs> I will have her back shortly once I peel it off her body. I'm just going to take this. That spine was holding you back. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Oh, my God. That one. <laughs> okay. So. Spine was holding you back. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was Simon. That was even better. You're rushing forward? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and give me your uh, your stake roll. Remember, your uh, you don't get the plus two because you're doing it from the front. Nope. 
that is about what I expected. Yep. I mean, good news is you didn't botch, so you didn't accidentally trip and then shove it through your own chest. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately my favorite thing to do when vampires botch a staking roll. It's to stake themselves? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, a little bit of vampire karma. Doesn't have a success and two ones. Wait, is it diff eight? You're right. Taking it's diff nine. It's diff nine. You're right. Oops. That is, oh. a, that is in fact, a double botch in a spectacular display of speed. Simon rushes forward and it, it's like, it's like watching a high level martial artist get attacked on the street. There's no thought. There's no movement. It, it, there is very quickly a step to the side, arm out, and stake back through Simon's chest in one quick motion. Nope. Is he fully staked, or do we need to roll damage here? Uh, I have to roll some damage here. Okay. No, she did not get enough to fully stake him. How many levels of lethal damage does he take? Uh, two. Oh, one short. Yes. Oh, you're fine. Walk it off. <laughs> uh, and so, Simon, that's your turn. Uh, you're going to take two lethal damage. Cat, it is your turn. You just saw Elena move lightning fast. Um, hold on just a second here. Jeremy's gonna pull out some. I'm, 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 I'm looking. Um, hmm. Is there anything? Is there anything weapony in the immediate vicinity? We is a kitchen, so yeah. But I'm not in the kitchen. I have to get to her to get to the kitchen, oh. and then she can murder. So if, where you're you at? A, if you didn't have a melee weapon, go in. Someone would have given you a steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not going to succeed if she tries to stake him. Oh no, just I as a weapon, her. just. Just, just for you to have something to stab with immediately. So, I mean, I literally just found the path that I would have actually used for Guire instead of humanity. You know what? Fuck it. I'll. Uh, I, 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 I know we're talking about how guns don't do much, but you know what? They can. Um, you shoot him in the head enough. I'm gonna shoot this bitch in the head. Okay, so that is called shot is what plus two diff? Yeah, it depends on where it's to. Heads plus two. All right, that would be diff 
eight. That's two successes. Two successes. So, and the damage on this is. Damn it, I did not put that in here. Um, one sec. Just have to find it in the book. Um, why does why does my 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 table of con or my clickable table of contacts have everything listed but equipment? I assume it's under combat maneuvers or somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, means a pistol, so five, six. There are two successes, so one extra. Uh, Two lethal damage. Okay. That you can soak because not egg. That's her fortitude, right? Uh, stamina and fortitude. Stamina and fortitude. Okay. Vampires can soak lethal with, with just stamina if they need or or stamina and fortitude. Egg's the only thing that they can only soak with fortitude. So Cat steps out from behind. Do you step out or do you just fire around the corner? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not stepping out. Okay. I just saw what happened to the first person that stepped out. There is a extremely loud and echoing gunshot that goes off in this room. And, uh... Once again, uh, Simon is deafened. Yeah. Simon's it's okay. He... <laughs> Simon has other things to worry about than senses at the moment. <laughs> oh, no. Simon's more concerned about the loud noise now. He, he'll get better. It's fine. So, Mercy, you see Elena's head go sideways, and she turns back to look at you, and there's a bullet lodged right beside her eye. What was that we didn't catch that I knew it was wrong to leave you alive Percy it's your turn I was going to say after she says that like, to be fair I'm not the one that leaves my doors unlocked I just say, and I know this. I know this probably isn't going to happen. I never put it past any vampire to do anything. But what what kind of fucking absolute gag moment would it be if this is the point where Mercy is like, "No, fuck it, I like my sister better," and turns on us? <laughs> How amazing would that be? 
Did you not just hear me bullshit for 10 minutes? I I know. (laughs) But, you know. No. Weirder shit has happened. I'm sorry to disappoint you. (laughs) So, Percy, what are you doing with your turn? So how close, how much damage can she take before she's dead? Out of curiosity. Bite a bit. That's a great question. Uh, full transparency, as the as the storyteller, I don't have to tell you those numbers. Okay, that's also entirely fair. Uh, she doesn't look like she's taken much damage. The bullet did penetrate, but does not look like like it did something, but she's still up and ready to go. Listen, as I said. I myself bear all I I myself bear you no ill will. I can't speak the same for my friends. Was that double talk? So are you passing on your turn or are you No, I'm not passing on my turn. Okay. That would be the other reason why you might do it is you're like, oh, we're completely outclassed. It's probably time for me to get with the winning side. Do, uh, are there any, uh, weapons within reach? Uh, there's a knife block on the counter. Is it possible to stab somebody in the head or would I be better going for the neck? It's possible to stab somebody in the head. It's going to increase the difficulty for a called shot, but it is possible. Or should I just like aim like right here to sever the spinal cord? I am going to take a knife from the knife block and somehow maneuver behind her to get in position to, to at the juncture of her uh, at the base of her skull and spinal cord. I'm going to help you out here. How many dots in celerity do you have? Good question. It would be in your disciplines. two so there's a fun thing and there's a reason why celerity is called one of the in my opinion celerity is a very broken discipline very potentially yes because it's it's easy to get um 
You can use your celerity to get extra actions on your turn. And the blood point. And you can take a number of extra actions equal to your celerity. However, every extra action you take means you don't have that that many dots of celerity to add to all of your dex rolls. Yes. So. Which is less broken than how it used to be. Because you would just get them both, Because that yeah. stipulation didn't <clears throat> used to be the case. Oh yeah, revised was bullshit. <laughs> In the best way. <laughs> So if I use the celerity and a blood point, you'll yeah, get two. Extra you, uh, you, you spend a blood point, you can get up to two extra actions. If you take one, you'll still have one celerity to have for all your dex rolls. But if you take two, you won't have any. And dex rolls include things like dodge, shooting, like run, dodging or shooting a gun. Shooting. Yeah, no, I don't want to get rid of all my dex. No, no, no. Okay, it won't get rid of all your dex. It just won't give you additional dodge. To be clear, yeah, no, I need, I, I, I need dots. Yeah, fair. Um, fair. So I'm going to use uh, the celerity in a blood point to increase my actions. Okay. You take one extra action. Spend another blood point and do two extra actions. No, so so, so oh, you still have to find the one blood point, but it's celerity normally adds itself to all of your dex pools. Every so extra action, you, yeah. So it, it normally you would have two extra dice to all of your dex pools. Mm-hmm. Every extra action you take using that one blood point takes mm-hmm. one of those away. Takes so if you take one extra action, you still have one extra die from your celerity. Gotcha. Okay. If you take two extra okay. actions, you have none oh. of those left. And gotcha. to be clear, this is only for this turn. Yeah, yeah, for this turn. Next turn, you will get those two back for your dex rolls, and you can spend blood for celerity again for extra action. This It resets every turn. Okay, so I'm going to use my uh, one blood point and one dot of celerity uh, for an extra action. Keep the other one for more dex for, for more dex roll. What's that? You're gonna keep the other one for extra dex roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I can both grab the knife and get um get in position behind her. Okay. And you can attack because your movement's a separate action. Do what now? You, you can, can also, attack. also attack because your movement is a separate. Oh, okay. uh, and I will attack. Okay. So go ahead and uh, dex and melee. Difficulty. The, the, the real crazy stuff you can do with celerity comes when you when you have crazy enough amounts of experience to get celerity above five dots. Uh, dex and. Yeah, but yeah, be a cool. Oh. Dex and melee difficulty six. Okay, do I need to add anything to that? Uh, your one dot of celerity. Uh, is that under disciplines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, you add you'll you'll just add one extra die because you're using one of your celerity dots for extra actions. Okay. So I don't know what any of these disciplines mean. They're just numbers. Uh, uh on your character sheet, how far down is celerity? In the list of disciplines. Let's see. The list of disciplines. Uh, it's the second one. 
That would be discipline two. Discipline two. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, you will want to subtract one from that though, because it'll give you two extra dice if you if you don't take one away. So discipline one. Uh, so in the in the dice right. pool, it'd be discipline it'd be discipline two with a minus one modifier because you're because right. you because you're using one of them for extra. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. In difficulty six or seven. Six. Six. No, 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 not that much. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, Dex, Melee. Uh, here goes something. Three successes, okay. So go ahead and roll your damage with an extra two dice. So that's going to be um, plus one for the knife. Uh, damage, damage, damage. So what Stry is your, your strength? strength? Uh, strength. If I just click it? No, what, 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 what is, is your strength, strength rating? My yeah. strength is two. So two plus one for the knife, plus two for your extra successes. So just uh, roll five, five dice. Five dice. Five, yeah, roll five dice. Roll five d10s. Five, five dice. Difficult. Difficulty six. Yep. Difficulty six. Nada, unfortunately. Wait, no. Was those no subtract. botches? Don't take away from that's success. That's right. So that's two damage. damage. So that's two damage. damage. So there's a very nice stack of ones there. This is <laughs> Chop a stab, a slice. What what are you going for? Just a straight up. Uh, oh, what am I going for? Whatever it takes to sever the the motion it takes to sever the the base of the skull from the top of the spinal cord. Okay, so. You guys haven't seen Mercy use her celerity before. So there's a moment where she is very much running like the, the 90s TV shows of super speed. Uh, where an image of her is behind her. Yep. And then she there, she grabs the knife, which causes the entire knife block to fall over. Um, and there is a there is a 180 degree, degree pivot. And she is over to Elena with the knife stabbed through the back of Elena's neck. And it's her turn. She just rotates her head, which moves your entire hand. I'm going to enjoy killing you. All of you. So. I. This is where we see a vampire of a generation, what, the same as mine or one higher than mine? I don't know. Same as yours. Same as mine, yes. 
Vampire, same generation as me. It was probably not a slouching combat. People never take the Torridor seriously when it comes to Oh, no, to Torridors are nightmares in combat because they, they are, get celerity. Yeah, but nobody ever takes them seriously because they're the artiste. And then you see them move four times in a round, and you're like, oh, fuck, that's right. You have to be agile for that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. So the first movement that she makes... Because she has not let go of the stake in Simon's chest. Oh, no. Because very quickly, there's a resounding as it goes all the way through. Um, Oh, wait. I have to adjust that number because the number six is... Okay, so she just barely was able to get the the thing through you with three successes to go all the way through you. Um, however, on her damage, that's six lethal damage. Okay. You do get to soak. You do get to soak. Okay, you get stamina see. and any fortitude. I got two stamina. You got this. I believe in you. You don't got this. <laughs> so what? Just two, two D ten, difficulty six. Yep. Then. Yep. Success. One success. So you take five lethal. In addition to the two that you already had. In addition to the two you already had. Which, uh, if you go over your lethal threshold, it then goes into aggravated. Right? Yes. Ah, that's a good question. He goes incapacitated. He goes incapacitated. Simon's incapacitated. But I don't think you can just lethal someone unless you're, like, cutting off their head or something like that. Right. So Simon falls to the ground with a sickening funk. I will check in terms of, because I know, I don't know if you can go over your, 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 like, further levels beyond. Other versions you did, and then you had to heal all that up to get to, so I'm checking in the scene for for us. Yeah. And either way, Simon is staked, so... Further so, damage suffered by an incapacitated vampire sends her into torpor. Okay. Which so, would be bad. Well, it's a good thing Simon's not the target now. For the, floor. the second action she takes, there is a wet squelching sound as she rips the knife from her own neck and turns to look at Mercy. This is why I didn't stand up. I'm going to be nice. 
I'm going to give you one chance to get the fuck out of my home. See, the funny thing about my name is I have very little of it. So if you think killing me will bring back any of the happiness you felt with Thomas or Jenny, go right ahead. There's plenty of tour guides in the city. There's plenty of Toreadors that can become primogen. But if you truly think that ending me will bring back that happiness, go right ahead. You don't scare me. And she leans forward. That's your problem. And that's where we're going to end for the evening. (laughs) Awesome. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.